You're listening to the Racking Roundtable podcast, episode number 18. I'm your host, David Ori, and I'm here with Chris Agana. And today we spoke about um, bouncing back after losing your job, but also building up your network and realizing your skills so that you can find the next opportunity. This is such a good one. Hope you guys enjoy it. I saw him online looking at jobs and I was like, bro, like you just started like a couple months ago. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm always looking, man. I'll never forget that. He says, I'm always looking for a job. And I said, why? And he goes, you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. You just never know if there's a better opportunity out there for you. And I was like, bro, I really like this team. I like what I'm doing. I'm not going to do that. And then, what, nine months later, I get, I get let off. Hey, before we get started, let's hear a word from our show sponsor. Are you having trouble writing a personal statement? Trust me, you're not alone. We've all been there. Sometimes the hardest part is getting started. That's why Personal Storytellers created a free mini course to do just that. The course takes you step-by-step on how to get started writing a personal statement, taking your stories, weaving them together into a true personal statement. And the course is free, so check it out. You can find it on raccoonroundsofficial.com. They also have workshops on reviewing and revising your personal statements. All the resources are there, so check it out at raccoonroundsofficial.com forward slash personal storytellers you're listening to the raccoon roundtable podcast here's where we all come together share our stories about our struggles mindset and goals so that we all can get to the places we want to go we appreciate you being here and we hope you enjoy the episode so we wanted to talk about losing a job yeah man what's crazy is that like so i know i mean you, you 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 can i guess kind of like hit lead, lead this one off i think this would be this would be good sure um so back in i want to say 2017 2018 i got laid off from my job first time that's ever happened to me first time that's happened to anybody in my family which is interesting like knock on wood for any future reference but um back in i want to say 2017 um i had just switched departments within the same organization because that team had recruited me and I realized that I really enjoyed doing it at the time. Um, had really good mentors on the team. Was there for about nine months. Was learning a lot. And then I still remember the day when it happened. Um, morning started the usual routine. Um, and then I got called. I actually got tapped on the shoulder by the executive assistant of our VP. Um, and she said, "Hey, can you come with me? Uh, we just need to have a conversation with you." I went downstairs. And I uh, followed her and went, walked into the room. And this room was a small little room with my VP sitting at the desk. And she had a real look kind of emotional. And um, an older guy who I've never seen in my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> and what I saw on the table and what everybody always says when this is going to happen is you see a folder on the table, right? Just like don't know what's in it. But, you know, two people sitting in the room. So I walk in and I was just telling me that um, so, you know, I later found out, well, he introduced himself. He was now the, the new VP like the, or the new CFO, so chief financial officer. Um, pretty much giving me the spiel of that they had to cut costs and that they had realized that this position um, was no longer something that they could maintain within the budget and they had to eliminate this position. Um, what's interesting is that this position is in information security, which as we know, during this day and age, the information security is probably one of the most growth, like, uh, uh, Positions in information security is not just booming right now for important reasons, but like 
a lot of things in tech. So not just right. my position. Uh, I, when I left, I mean, I took it pretty well because I was, I don't know if I was in shock, but also I just appreciate the opportunity. Uh, I feel bad. The VP, I was actually like tearing up and crying about it because she, she, she knew that, you know, my work ethic and everything. Um, but uh, after that, I got a call from my other co coworker who said they fired me too. To a, like another like 30 minutes later, another call for somebody else. I guess got laid off. So like wiped out like most of our team. Wow. So now we find out that they cut another growing field informatics and they cut like other teams that like, why would you do this? I mean, obviously the guy who's kind of run the numbers, in my opinion, is like an old head who doesn't realize the importance of these departments or unless they're planning to maybe offshore things. Um, but yeah, from that moment, I just remember sitting in my car and and calling um, uh, Alyssa, who was my my girlfriend at the time before we got married. I was like, I just got laid off. I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what to do. That's next. Um, and then, of course, I called my my parents. Luckily, at the time, I was still living at home, and um, I don't I didn't have like the mortgage to pay or like mouths to feed like my other coworkers. Um, and the funny thing is my mom was like, this is I've, nobody else in their families, this has happened to anybody. So we don't really know what to do. And I mean, like over throughout my whole life, they told me that, you know, try to get a job in healthcare because healthcare is so safe, right? Healthcare is so safe. Maybe if you're like right. on the clinical side, but maybe not like on the IT or like administrative side. Um, but I guess just uh, rewinding a little bit before getting laid off, um, when I first started in this position, um, there was somebody else who got hired maybe a couple months before I did. Uh, he was in a higher position. Um, I remember when I started, I was meeting everybody maybe a couple of days after I, I saw him online looking at jobs. And I was like, bro, like you just started like a couple months ago. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I'm always looking, man. I'll mm. never forget that. He says, I'm always looking for a job. And I said, why? And he goes, you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. You just never know if there's a better opportunity out there for you. I was like, bro, I really like this team. I like what I'm doing. I'm not going to do that. And then, what, nine months later, I get I get let off. He, had, he well, not surprisingly, because he was really good at what he was doing. He stayed. He's one of the people that they kept and pretty much, you know, held down the shop. But, I mean, just for him to tell, like, him telling me that you should always be looking has stuck with me till this day. I mean, not not showing that you're not loyal to, you know, your employer or, maybe, you know, you're ready to move on, but you just... You got to look out for yourself, number one, you know, just because these employers have no loyalty to you at all. Oh, you know, and it's 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 why you have to keep looking because of your own growth and just trying to find that someone might have a better, better pay, better benefits or maybe even a better role for you. Um, but, yeah, it's it was it was crazy. It was crazy. Right? <laughs> so, like what? I mean, I can't even like that conversation, you know, that initial conversation you had with. Alyssa with your parents your uh, your sister you know like what like what happened <laughs> like oh yeah how, sure. did they, how did they how did they take it especially given the fact that like you know this was new for you but also new for them you know I think um, another thing that helped me out was so one of my other colleagues that got laid off uh, had experienced that before and he reached out to me it was really really nice for him and that's why I would like to reach out to anybody else who goes through this experience um, the same day he texted me, maybe a couple hours later, said, hey, I just got let go too. And he said, did you already file for this? Like, for example, unemployment, did you already sign up for this and that? So having that person um, watching over my shoulder, letting me know, hey, that when this happens, you should be 
putting the paperwork right away because this stuff take time and, and it did it took a couple of weeks you know for me to start you know um, getting some of the unemployment i started learning okay so uh the the package that this employer gave me when they let me go uh, was with for health insurance was like cobra and it was going to cost me like a thousand bucks a month just for health insurance um realized that i can go through something called cover california which is the obamacare um, I was able to at least file us as a life-changing event so that I could, you know, get the, uh, the free health insurance. Um, but as far as with Alyssa and my family, they had not experienced something like this before. So they couldn't really give me advice as far as what to do next. It was more of, okay, you're, we'll be fine. Obviously, you know, luckily you don't have like these huge expenses, but, um, just kind of guiding me spiritually and also just making, making sure that I was, I was taken care of. I mean, luckily, um, before. Losing my job, I had the habits of saving money, not saving, not spending more than I earned. Um, so I had a good safety net, a good um, emergency fund, um, and just making sure that if when I did uh, have un my un unemployment checks, that I was using that just on things I needed, so I would right. never have to dip into savings, right? Um, but yeah, they they pretty much just try to guide me. And and when you are unemployed, it's like, what do you do with your time? I will say that <laughs> you got to busy yourself with positive things. I probably. Uh, got in one of the best shapes in my life. I was... <laughs> <laughs> a good we consequence both... of, <laughs> I guess, yeah, the situation. Go... <laughs> you know, taking care of your body because, you know, might as well if you had that time. So, it's, you know, going to the gym in the morning and then going again at night because, you know, you had that time. But at the time between, like, you're applying to jobs. You are um, trying to find the next the next move. Um, during the time, I really wanted to stay within the same field. Uh, but since I was only, I had switched to that team and I only had that nine months of experience, you know, nobody really wanted to buy at the moment. Um, I had job offers maybe for um, uh, the other, because I, I went from privacy to information security. And that's when I got laid off when I was in information security. So I wanted to stay in that field, try to apply to the jobs like that. Didn't get any offers, started getting offers for privacy. So I had to make a decision of what I wanted to do. Um, but with, when you do file for unemployment, you uh, they don't, you don't just tell them what happened and, and then they start giving you checks. You have to start going to like their seminars and you have to show and prove that you're looking for a job. You have to take these like, um, I keep forgetting what they're called, but like these tests that kind of give you an idea of what you might be good at or where you might want to pursue. Uh, but there's a lot of steps in order for you to kind of get these benefits. And how did that, I mean, how did that affect you mentally? Um, at first, I mean, I was more like, like I said, I was, I felt like I was a little bit of in shock in the beginning because I just came right out of nowhere. Um, but I think um, knowing that I had a really good support system um, and that I had at least gained a good amount of experience that I was going to be okay. Um, and I will, I will say that uh, I can't imagine just what some of my colleagues were going through when with people with families, people with um, bigger bills to pay, obviously. Um, and I, uh, of course, we would check up on each other, but it's, I, I think, just having a solid foundation of a good network. And that's why, um, even if, say, you're, you're, you're progressing and you're doing well in a career or you feel like you're, you're reaching a, a success rate a little faster than maybe your peers or your friends, you can't let your ego get in the way because something in life can knock you right back down. And these are the people who are going to pick you back up. Like, I, 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 I will not forget the people who were there for me when... Obviously, I was looking for other jobs, people trying to see, trying to uh, find opportunities for me, people that even if you had some free time who would work out with you, who give you, you know, just like comforting moments because you needed that. At the I needed that at the time. I needed to uh, know that these people still have my back and that 
Um, even though I may not be where I was originally career-wise and at the time financially, because I was no longer getting a paycheck, um, that there was still my support group, you know? Yeah. And like for, so like a lot of people that are listening, you know, like they don't, they probably never experienced this, you know, they've probably never gone through like losing something that's, you know, it's part of your livelihood. You know what I mean? And I guess as much as, you know, we don't wish that upon anybody, but like, what, what is somebody need to do to, to lay the groundwork to, of preparation for, for something like this? Not, I mean, I, I mean, this can go in many different ways, like financially, mentally, spiritually, and stuff like that. But like, what, what are the, what's, what are the things that they need to, to like look out for and, and make sure that they, they're kind of like checking off boxes before, in, in case, in case something like this happens? Yeah, for sure. So if I were to kind of give people tips on what, I mean, you just have to always be prepared, right? Just like any other event in life, like if it's whether it's an earthquake or other disaster, you just have to make sure you have some kind of preparation. Um, So the first thing I would say is having your emergency fund, um, having that set, uh, making sure that if something happens, even if you don't get laid off, say like something happens to your car or something, there's a medical emergency, you still have some kind of safety net and you're not just trying to scrap for where you're going to get these funds. So number one is that building up your emergency fund. Um, number two is that advice my uh, old friend gave me of you always have to be always have to be looking. Um, you always have to be looking for any opportunities out there just in case something happens to your job or maybe there's a better opportunity. And to be honest, it's better to understand um, where you stand competitively because if other organizations or other employers are paying more for a certain job, you can have that in your back pocket. Um, and I guess third, just making sure that, uh, you're having a good, um, support system around you. Um, you're making sure that, um, you have not just your family, but your friends, um, who are helping you grow so that if, you know, you get knocked down, they can be there to help you pick yourself back up again. You don't fall into any, um, any bad habits, uh, rely on anything that may just, you know, bring you down even lower. And also, I mean, it doesn't hurt to, to understand, um, that, the benefits such as unemployment or health insurance that if something were to happen to your job, you know right away what to do, right? Like if I didn't have that friend who texted me right away saying, hey, uh, make sure you file for this right now, right today, just do it now. <laughs> I would wait it. I would wait it for somebody else to tell me or for me, maybe me to Google it. But I mean, that's not something that we normally talk about. You know, it's not something that your parents typically talk to you about. Um, but yeah, just just having maybe those four things to start off with would be great. Like take us through, take us through like the, like the, the bounce back, you know, what did, what did you do to like rebound from, from something like this and like, how long did it take? And what were parts of the process that were like unexpected to you um, getting back to like where you were? For sure. Um, so obviously was applying for a lot of jobs, trying to figure out um, my next move. Uh, and I've, I'm a spiritual person, so relied a lot on on prayer and and um, leaning on my family. But I think maybe after a few months, um, eventually, without any opportunities kind of coming away, all of a sudden uh, I got a call from my previous employer, who said, "Hey, uh, we want to bring you back if you're willing to come." Um, but during that time, I also got offers from other organizations, which was awesome. So I think at one point, and it happens out of nowhere, where all of a sudden you're getting all these job offers where it came from like not having a job to now which one is the best one to pick from. Um, and that's 
where it went. I had, I, mean, I had to make a decision of where I wanted my career to go. Um, I will say that I went back to my previous employer because I think I wanted to just stick within um, information security. And then I um, wanted to kind of grow there. And I, and I think it's a comfort, I was comfortable there previously. Um, I then left after a couple months and went to a different employer, but I think um, just you have to understand that things happen for a reason. So uh, when something like that, where you lose your job, where you find yourself kind of on the bottom, um, you can't just think of it as a self-reflection of like, you're not good enough or that you don't have the skills, especially when it comes to like a layoff. Um, that that's a time for you to figure out what are my strengths and what am I good at and what is my worth? And that when I start applying to these jobs and I start getting these um, different opportunities that the right one's going to come. And, and like I said, everything just happens for a reason. So like the thing is that that time period between, you know, being laid off and getting another job offer, like sometimes that can, that time can be kind of stretched, right? Oh and yeah. It's like, I, I understand, you know, this is a time not to like dwell on the negatives, but to focus on the positives, but to also, you know, understand your strengths, understand yourself and like better those strengths to make you, you know, a better candidate or, or just to, just to stay positive in, in general. Right. But like during a time like that, like, how do you, how, how do you even find the, I guess, like the mental space to even think about positive, like yourself in a positive light? Yeah, no, I, I, I guess for me at one point in my career, or maybe just from that experience, it's you, you have to understand that, um, what you have brought to the table, uh, and what you brought to the table and your worth and your value. Right. Um, and I guess because I didn't like get fired because of my performance, I was laid off for whatever financial reasons was for the, for that company. Um, just knowing that okay so i i've got the skill set there are some jobs out there um may not be getting any opportunities at the moment uh, i don't know it's just this positive feeling that i <laughs> that i get that i'm just like look if if this company doesn't want me then there's going to be a better one out there that that's going to want to reach out um i don't know man it's just this this i don't know if it's innate i don't know if it's just uh, after so many different life experiences that uh, at one point you have to, uh, I don't know if you have to speak to people who um, who are close to you to, to remind you of your strengths, people that remind you of what your worth is, um, especially if, if whatever is telling you internally, maybe that you're lacking this, or maybe you're not worth that. Um, there's people who out there who, who think very highly of you. Um, and it doesn't hurt for them to remind you of those things. Right, I, I think that's like the big thing. It's like about, um like the community that you surround yourself with, right? It's like, yeah. the thing is, you, you don't want, you don't necessarily want a community to con consistently just like, you know, hype you up for, for no reason. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like they shouldn't be, you want a community that's real. You know, you want a community that's honest. You want a community that's transparent. So to, to the point where, at least this is for me, like if there's something that's negative that's impacting some aspect of my life. I want them to tell me that, but also like what you said, if there's a need for positivity and I'm not even, I'm not seeing that positivity that I bring to the table, I, I need that community to remind me. Right. And for I sure. think that's the, the importance of just having that type of valuable community around you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and having a diverse community, cause not everybody who's, 
um, like a role player in your in your life is gonna meet that exact need. Not everybody's gonna fit that balance where okay, they know when to hype you up, but they also know when to remind you that okay, you're kind of getting comfortable. It's time for you to like kind of step up, or it's time for you to kind of like take the next step in life, right? So it's why it's good to have like a more device diverse group that you're leaning on because if most of them are yes people and saying you're doing a great job you know like or like you're this great person they're not going to point out where you can improve um and you don't want somebody who's constantly criticizing you right um so it's good to have you know who to go to for what if you yeah. know you know what i'm saying um like i i know that i can go to my sister if i need someone to remind me of certain things like look you're this great guy who i've grown up with blah 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 um, and then I know I can reach out to you, David. Obviously, you know, you, you pull, you, you remind me of good things, but you show me where I can improve. And I can use you as an example of, okay, this guy's taking certain steps that I need to get at. I think like the the diversity of that group, it's like, to your point, that's what facilitates like growth, right? It's mm -hmm. it, that it, you can't, you know, think of all the people, you know, that have yes men around them like how much growth are they actually achieving on a day-to-day -day basis? Same thing with mm -hmm. the people that bring that, or if that's around themselves with a group of, uh, of just consistent negativity, right? Like people that are consistently criticizing them, like how much growth do they actually experience on a day-to-day -day basis? But it's like yep. having that right balance of, of who you need at the time that you need them. And, and just that the right people, like, you know, in, in surrounding you, uh, for those times specifically, you know, like that's, that's where the real growth happens. Absolutely. And and it's not just like your friends or your family. Um, that, for, for, so I will use this example of the job I'm right now, right? So uh, the job that I'm in right now is one of the jobs that I turned down, what the opportunities I turned down after I got those uh, job offers, right? So I went back to my old employer, wasn't really working out. And then I saw a job posted, you know, at, at my employer now. And I had kept in touch with a person who interviewed me, I added them on LinkedIn, even though knowing that I had turned them down, you know, I'm just like, I'm going to just keep in touch. You just never know. Uh, messaged her and said, hey, uh, I saw you guys have the job opening. And she's like, apply, apply <laughs> for it, straight up. No interview with her. I had an interview with the chief at the time. And he's like, cool, like, I'm good with you. Let's get you started. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. But it's like having those, those relationships. Um, not just like with friends or family, but business relationships where, you know, like if you, if you turn on a job or maybe if, even if let's say you interviewed and you didn't get the job, add them on LinkedIn, add them somewhere where you keep in touch because you never know if you, you left a really good impression on them and they have another opportunity, you can reach out to them. Um, just like in my case where, you know, I felt a little worried that maybe I burned a bridge by turning them down, but at the same time, she's like, come on over. It's like almost like recruiting me. But if I had not seen that or had not, you know, um, added her on LinkedIn, would I be in this position now? Um, probably, probably not. Or maybe I would have uh, had to go through the whole process of applying again. But um, I mean, that's, that's the type of relationship that I'm talking about. It's not just, just your family or friends, but it's also um, people that are in the business, business realm. Dude, that is a great, great point. Like that community just extends beyond, you know, your personal, well, it extends beyond like those, you know, those close friends and, and your family and stuff. It's like, it's your network. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's your network. And the stronger that network is, you know, the more you grow, like, you know, the more you, you, you have the opportunity to grow, basically. Um, but with that, I think that is a great place to, to kind of close things out. It's just so much to unpack today. And we really hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like this content, follow us on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter.
Take it easy.